But when I first saw saw what you sent me, I saw the text and I was like, "Well, is this the the hardware piece that's supposed right. to be like the Amazon Show? Is that what oh, this I is? Or is this so now this is like? I mean, it makes sense they're coming out with this because they're developing that hardware piece. So this is what's gonna primarily like you're gonna do on the hardware piece. It's like a tablet type. Well, I will say probably before any tablet or anything like that um they're gonna have a headset i mean they're gonna have like i talked to the i was in line talking to the one of the facebook guys who's who does like vr type stuff ar vr they're deep into developing you know wearables and stuff like that to compete i don't know about that but like what's the difference with holding up you know chilling out holding up your phone watching a movie netflix movie which Sad to say, I watch most of my Netflix movies on my iPhone. Or having and holding it, and your arms getting tired, mm-hmm. or you know, wearing some lens or something. Um, I mean, I, I still, I'm still wondering because Facebook is Facebook. The great power of Facebook for brands and content creators is video right now. Can we get our stuff into Facebook Watch, which was Facebook Video? It was trending. It was shared. It bubbled up at the top. Is that hopefully still the case? I mean, or is or it is separate? It, or is it going to be the case on an individual basis? You have your curated top. You can subscribe to the top pieces. But you know, I follow you, and uh, you're watching this, commenting on this video. Like, am I going to get something in my feed that shows me that people are watching this? Well, but I would want to subscribe to that, follow that, get notified. If um, maybe these people who aren't partners, um, I'm trying to think if, if buffer is producing great videos and I want to see Brian's new daily video, it's a series. He's not going to be included in that exclusive bit. Right. In the high end, like he's not going to get the revenue share, but it's like, um, that's what I'm wondering. Cause you know, obviously we want to look at this from an angle you know, for content creators, for businesses. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna, way. you're not gonna make something, make a video series, and have it show up like yeah, all and, of a sudden get millions right. of views on Facebook uh, in their video, in their watch. With everything, all deal. that takes yeah. time. You, you yeah. might down the road, but not immediately. Well, they did. No, they did say eventually. It. Uh, what I'm saying is, you're not gonna like make it, and then it's gonna explode into all this stuff. Because, I mean, sure, could you go? viral or whatever yes but it's not something where if you're just gonna gonna, yeah blow it out out of the water immediately you're right if they want this product to live they're going to carefully curate it pay people to do originals pay people people through ads which they've been doing yeah i mean they're gonna like stay keep a really close eye on quality but one thing is for sure for brands and for content creators that we can say right now because we know they're going to pay people 55 percent of the cut there will be a new Facebook ad product that your brand can take advantage of. And as we know about Facebook ads, you can geotarget, get really tight down. So if there's a comedy show in Scott, you know, and you want to target people who watch that comedy show in Scottsdale, Arizona, but you'd have to make a video spot. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to imagine that this, this paid ad product is going to be amazing. Like, you it'll pause. You can click. You can order. You can. It, it could be like a little 
you could do like 10 second QVC spots. I, I don't know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this is a great, this is why <laughs> they would invest in paying. Um, like they're basically printing money. They're creating a new product for eyeballs to, to, for more ads, to share ads, to print more money. Um, but if they, if they do it wrong, it could suck. Like it could suck. And then, then and then people on prime membership and just watch all those. Rich yeah. Movies. I mean, if, because they don't have the content even that Netflix has or Amazon has it's original. They don't, they don't have house of cards. You know, Netflix, Netflix has, has been around for over 15 years. Like, you know, and they started something totally not totally, but something different. And now like who would have thought when you were ordering DVDs from Netflix, yeah. getting them in the mail, then now you're watching, they're like, they're like a, a network, like a channel NBC or ABC or CBS. I mean, that was a big battle. I mean, I got discs in the mail and then people didn't want to give up their discs in the mail. (laughs) Well, they, and they, they do still do it. They do. They still offer it. Um, Some people still like it for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's reasons of course, but the, the thing is now they're, they're definitely, so it's, you're talking about Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu to a point. I, I don't know that I would even put Hulu in with those guys though. And YouTube is in there too. So I, I think that we've moved from NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox right. <laughs> to Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, and whatever the fourth one I said, well, YouTube. Is that what I said? Or I say that again. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, the only thing really Netflix is missing is like the daily news. I mean, if they could bring that in, um, you don't need breakout products anymore. I mean, there's no reason with leaving your browser open, your app open all day long. It's clicking the video tab, clicking the watch tab. Um, I would say it's going to be interesting to see. I, I would compare this more to top high end, top level um, YouTube creators. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. put it in the production level of a Netflix or an Amazon. Um, maybe a little bit because they have some of those shows in there. I would. Yeah. I, I think I would taste is getting really good with that. Not but. into, not into the level of Netflix and Amazon. No, but into the, into the level the same level as YouTube, not even just creators, but the, 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 um, the content that's produced by YouTube because they oh, do in studios. Yeah. Because YouTube, YouTube, ha- like YouTube red, you have access to the original content that YouTube makes. A lot of it actually they use their, their creators, their influencers that are on YouTube in these shows, which is sure it makes total sense because they have all have audiences of millions. And if you pull them into one show, right. Right. Um, but that, that's where it's comparable now. But in terms of the audience, the, the content may not be at the level of Amazon and Netflix, but audience wise, it's bigger audience wise, YouTube and, and Facebook are up here and Amazon and Netflix are below them hmm. audience number wise. I mean, yeah. it, it just know. really makes you think like what we typically cover on our show, but now we're talking about embedding a Netflix into a social network. Essentially. I mean, it is a good thing as far as like attention, the attention graph, keeping eyes on the page. Does it? Then it's, the, <laughs> it's going to split the attention while they're on the page. <laughs> does this 
yeah, I mean, does what about a f- a Facebook acquisition of Netflix? You know, like they have enough money and they put the feed into Netflix. No, like they acquire Netflix and now they have Netflix's library. They have their content. I gotta, I gotta say, some the one person we haven't mentioned the entire show. Apple's gotta step it up, like real I, quick. I don't know. I know they're producing a couple shows. You know, Carpool Karaoke just kicked off. I watched the first episode of that. Mm-hmm. But wait, that's a sh- that's like a, a show on them. That's on just the- like Planet of the Apps. Yep. Yeah, but Carpool Karaoke is who they, hosts it. Uh, what's his name? Is it James Corden? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they just they took what he does on his late night show, spun it around, yeah, and turned it into a show. But it's like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy that Apple did that and not YouTube. Yeah, <clears throat> how is how did that happen? Um, well, if you think about it, well, music, music. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I I get that. I'm saying if you're YouTube, how do you let that happen? Well, I think. Before they probably thought it was owned by the show. It wasn't a, a segment; wasn't up for grabs. And yeah, that's right, because where it got the views was YouTube. Oh yeah, and every it, single one. It, I mean, they didn't get views on the show. The show comes on at twelve thirty at night. Yeah. Um, I for a fact. I mean, this that's and that's a whole another discussion yeah, with whole nother discussion. with late night TV and Jimmy Fallon. They're blowing um, up. Jimmy Kimmel. So they they, post them on the Facebook. last few years, yeah, they. I mean, Kimmel, Kimmel kind of started it. Actually, Conan. Well, Kimmel, Kimmel really started it. Fallon took the biggest advantage of it. Corden, Fallon did with Twitter, yeah. He, yeah, he got it. But right. Fallon made even like they they just were able to take these segments in their shows that okay, you didn't have to stay up. And then SNL, SNL took a took a. a went that route a little bit where they allowed their stuff to be on YouTube and they have their app that you can find any, anything well, ever with SNL and it came back and it got great. I, I recorded, I DVR the show. I just couldn't get through it. So what I would do is right after Facebook, I would just like whatever's trending is knock them out or you go to their YouTube page and you can yeah. see them all. But really I knew the best was going to bubble up at the top on Facebook and I wouldn't, I would laugh. Well, and see, and I can tell you that in their app, I think maybe 24 hours later, hmm. the episode, the whole episode is available. And same thing with YouTube. They, they, without the skits, without, without the commercials that are on TV, but you yeah. get the commercials that are on YouTube. Um, anyway, we're, we're, we're going That's off. All, I mean, basically we're talking about the entire shift of an, in, of a landscape of a media landscape, which we've known it's coming. I mean, it's, it's been, the one person in particular that we already mentioned here has been talking about it for two years. Like how many videos have you seen yeah. of Gary Vaynerchuk holding up his phone at a conference at speaking on stage? He's like, this is the new TV. This is the CVS and all that movie. I mean, you know, he, he's, it was, it's been obvious to a very select few. I mean, I am sure without a doubt, there is some fantastic series on primetime TV. Oh, sure. Of but course. what I'm watching is, you know, I'm in a group and they're like, oh, have you seen this? I was on a Zoom call with some some people in an organization we're working with. Like, oh, have you seen this new series on Netflix? I'm like, oh, no, not yet. Oh, it's awesome. That's going to take up my time. 
mm-hmm. and I'll see some commercials for like some new like you know sci-fi or futuristic uh, series on primetime and either I forget it, I don't record it, it doesn't yep. go to my social feed um, unless they advertise really heavy, mm-hmm. but they don't have that digital strategy to like you know give away part of it to get viewers in. So it's like they definitely don't. It's kind of weird because I I have I've had Netflix <laughs> I've had Netflix for a couple of years at least. I have Amazon Prime. Like I don't know if it's because I'm already a customer, so they're not targeting me. But I I never I don't remember ever seeing like stuff on Netflix. You know, it's more I hear it more from people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I might I you know you know what I get ads for a lot is is um certain podcasts <laughs> that pop up in my feed you down. like you the malcolm, malcolm Gladwell. Do, you on them? do you ever see why am i getting this i read those all the time well i mean i'm getting the one i get all the time is is gladwell revisionist history i get it because i i subscribe to the show i have it in listed in different you know whatever wherever i listen to podcasts like auto um but they actually shouldn't be paying to target you then <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, and then on Facebook, I, I'm sure I've mentioned Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, oh, and I'm sure I know for a fact I have recommended people looking mm-hmm. for shows. I've really? I put him on there. No, that is actually kind of smart because if you like that, even it'll share it with your friends. It'll yeah. Well, it's also cool. it's look. It's what is Facebook for? The best the best service that it provides for like a brand is is the loyalty aspect. It's not yeah. new customers. It's keeping the ones you have and making them happy. And that, that lets me know like he's in season two now. So season one ended several months keep, ago. Keep thing uh, acquire. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I didn't know there, there was nothing like after season one ended and was over of the podcast. Oh, right. There's nothing to tell me. Well, when's it coming? Like maybe they said it at the Unless end they of retarget you. Yep. Yeah. So now I just, I keep getting it and I'm in that circle of, which is fine. I get the ads and, and it reminds me, oh, oh yeah, the episode's going to come out tomorrow on Thursday. In circle of trust. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I don't know. Cool, man. I mean, do you have any other uh, thoughts on, Watch. I mean, this is, this is what's new. Um, any Very new. What brands or content creators should be doing to, you know, focus and double down on this? Like, work this into their strategy. Some, some don't have that luxury. Some are like, Oh, what are you going to do next year? You can still start planning. I mean, look, I, I have, I have a client of ours. We've been doing a web series. We've, and we've put it, we put it on both. We put it on, and that's the recommendation. Always. You put it on, you upload it to YouTube and you upload it to Facebook. Right. Natively. I mean, that's just what you do right now. That's not going to change. That's not going to change at all. Um, I mean, the hope is potentially the algorithm will serve that to the local, a local demographic. I guess. I mean, until we ho- see it. And hopefully yeah. be in Facebook watch so people can subscribe, like just like YouTube. Until we see it in action. Like I, I still don't, I, I, I watched the video that they, that Zuckerberg shared and the news that was in the newsroom on Facebook. Like I, I still, I, I always need to see the thing actually in my app, like working to see, Oh, okay. I see how it's working now. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, does, is there a chance that local, 
if you have a, a little show that you're doing and you're publishing on, on Facebook on your page, does that have a chance to, to like get picked up? Like, you know, do you, or do you have to pay for that? And then you get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you keep making it and then they agree to distribute it. Like, so then that's where the, the ad platform comes in where you can be like, okay, for a hundred bucks a month, this will get out to 5,000 more people in this in whatever you want to target. Interesting. The distribution. So it's not necessarily like you do Facebook ads right now where you choose to show it potentially to this many more people. It's like a guaranteed thing where it gets to this demographic, this targeted audience in this specific area, or maybe, I mean, maybe it's not local, maybe it's wherever, but you get to pick that and you get like a guaranteed distribution of it that it's going to be seen in that, uh, the watch yeah. section. Well, it's not in here. Yeah. I was like, if you wait no. a little bit, it may be at midnight here as we're filming we're recording so late. No, I don't think we're going to get it anytime soon. It, it's supposed to roll out tomorrow. Not to every, it, it seemed like a very small group that it said would, would be right now I'm, I'm rolling down through the video product. Like the one we were talking about was called first we feast. Yeah. But you know, there's okay. a follow button right there, but that's the follow for the page. Mm-hmm. It's not the, uh, the wording. And, and fate. again, the other thing that, that led me to believe that it's aiming at YouTube, they actually use the word creators in in the announcement at least zuckerberg did in his facebook post about it um he said something about i wonder if that's just in here anyway but it was he mentioned creators and like yeah that's a generic term but in industry wise in a youtube definition it's a a youtube (laughs) environment word yeah totally i mean i think there's people yeah in YouTube creators have probably been waiting for this because they're not going to, they're uploading their videos natively to their Facebook pages and getting more views. But I guess I would, the only thing I'll add to this is if they can tighten up their, um, like the algorithm to not people not take the videos and steal them and repost them to get the credit. Oh, they'd have to encrypt them or something. You mean? I mean like Facebook, like, like, like YouTube does. They have a better, uh, yeah, like for music, anyways. But I mean, the next the next logical thing that will happen, I think, relatively quickly, like, and by that I mean within a year, if not less, is I think you're going to see rather than signing with like a network or a studio or or um, something of that nature, you're going to see personalities yeah like the early celebrities days, the early days of youtube or like the early days of television or <laughs> movies like when a studio owned a person essentially yes yeah, like they, they they were contracted for like this many years or this many movies i feel like that that could because oh, because interesting youtube and facebook are going to be and amazon like so and maybe it's not just the actors. It could be the directors. It could be so who gets the cut of the fifty five percent. Well, I'm saying like as far as who they go after. So if I'm if I'm um, if I'm Facebook and I want to like okay, let's go after the guy who is it that created The Walking Dead? Oh, the, com- the comic guy. book 
dang it, I don't remember. They created the show. Um, oh God, I can't remember anyone's name right now. But but like the creator of something like that, like you sign that person. It's it's like um. Oh, just to like create little different miniseries or. Like, well, well, I mean, just just to like they're exclusive to you. Yeah. <laughs> so like like um, uh, like Joss Whedon or whatever signs on to do like or whoever was it Joss Whedon that signed on to do the Star Wars movies. The, these ones, the one, the one that just happened, and then the next two. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. Like he's in the agreement to do yeah. the, the three Star Wars movies. I think so. Like that director, that director's in, but you know maybe it's maybe it's um, even TV people. So you know the Pioneer Woman, <laughs> the Pioneer Woman. Well, the, Mike Rowe. I mean, Mike Rowe signs a deal with Facebook, and he can only he's only doing content on Facebook, so his audience can only find him, like for a show. <laughs> and it's on funny. Facebook. His tweets would be like linking back to Facebook. <laughs> right. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean he wouldn't be using those other channels. Um, but honestly, even if he didn't use Twitter, would it really hurt? Because he'd be able to use Facebook and Instagram, right? And WhatsApp, and Facebook Messenger. Well. Since we're talking about new things and you've been busy, um, do you use Foursquare or Swarm? <laughs> do you? Uh, I have not used either of those since they split into okay. Swarm. So um, I read this article too. Go ahead. So I have. I always <laughs> do. I and you know this because you life you life, life chronicle log. or you life log. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. when he rolled when they rolled out um, the new. It said, I actually got the update in my, it said uh, Swarm by Foursquare. I was like, what? It's the new app update. And then, mm-hmm. then actually like an hour later, then it hit uh, Product Hunt and Medium, the post came out. And I was like, this makes total sense because what I want to do is I go back in time to remember or three years later, we're going to take a trip back to Oregon. What restaurants do we go to? I life log. I uh, know I'm not about all those points. I see the people checking in. I get the alerts all the time. I'm like, why are you checking into Costco? And you, you want to be the mayor. Exactly. They still the want queen B. They still want to do swarm, that. Right? Yeah. Um, well, why would you use that? My, my question always was once that came out, now there was, log. Well, well, wait, there was two apps now to do that Foursquare and, and swarm. And, but also Facebook, like you check in on Facebook. Why I would you not? Well, well, what I'm saying is, why would you not use Facebook to check in? Use a separate. Sure, app to because do it? it was private. It's private for me. Like I don't now. I do follow people, select people on Foursquare. Or, I mean Swarm, um, and there's people that that are very similar to me that I actually want to see which which sushi restaurant they're going to. Mm. It's recommendation based for me, and I'll use the. I don't know what Foursquare is now. I haven't checked that out yet but I would use Foursquare like Yelp because mm-hmm. it has layered in my social data of my friends and I'll just type a city in and it says, uh, unlike Yelp, unless you have all your follow all your friends on Yelp, it said, you know, these four people who I follow on Twitter um, went to this restaurant. I was like, oh, this makes it so much easier for me. I don't have to go on Facebook and say need recommendations for Portland. I just go in, you know, I connect them all. I see who, see which of my friends have eaten there. But anyways, um, I mm. dig it because I'm fit just before this dropped. I'm like, Oh yeah. Foursquare. How are they doing? <laughs> Cause it's not really like I get their newsletter and I got to tell you the newsletter is on the money. They have one of the best newsletters that I get and I pay attention to the newsletter. 
Well, and let me see. Because uh, they'll do they'll do like top top ten places to eat in your city. Okay, so here's the push I just got at six o'clock. Um, catch up with catch up on your friends' adventures with the weekly swarm. Mm-hmm. And that was a push alert. So I click on this weekly swarm, and it's like, you know, Nick on the road, Connor uh, traveling to Amsterdam this week. See where he went. Um, you know, Chris went to Cafe Nico. So it's, and it actually, that's funny. At some point it's a little bit layered. So it's kind of like Instagram. Um, yeah. It's funny though that if, I mean, I, I would, I would think again, Facebook like could do that pretty easily. They could, they could aggregate where your friends like, and, yeah. and put it together for you. I mean, they don't, they don't, I'm not saying that they do, but that idea, that would be something I would love for Facebook to do that and be so, like, like birthdays, like, okay, today's birthdays. Here's all the people that have birthdays. Okay. Today's like travels. Here's where, where your friends are traveling to today. Sure. I mean, they do actually that would be awesome. go into the nearby section on Facebook, which I do often. Like if I'm going, Oh, where they do the way, like this person. Yeah. Is if I, if I go to San, yeah. San Francisco, I want to know who's in town. I don't actually have to ask. I just look and it shows me who's in town. Wait uh, a second. Do they do it? They do it now that I'm thinking about it, right? In yeah. Facebook, and the, they do do that. I mean, I think that I've been using this for so long. And, and let me just tell tell you, at South by Southwest, there are some apps that live in that bubble for that week and that week only. You know, Foursquare launched it South by years ago. Um, and this is where they broke out. They, that's why they made the, probably made the mistake to break it out into the app Swarm. Because it said this place is swarming. And so if you want to go to a panel and that place is packed, I would pick the second best because I knew I was going to get a seat and get in there. If I wanted to find a party to go to afterwards, I could look and see really quickly and clearly. And everyone was using it, not last year, the year before, and they took those features away. But they were only really useful for that, that moment, that time. Or like uh, almost like right now, Snap Maps. Mm-hmm. You could see what's going on in a city. You could see that in Foursquare, which places were swarming. Uh, now you can kind of see that with with Snap. Well, and which is funny because Foursquare licensed their their data. And so there's so Snap money. Snapchat's one of them, but they also licensed it to Uber. Yep, and right there. I, maybe Yelp. So there's the money. Um, right when you thought Foursquare was out of the picture. I started seeing these like white papers, these big, these big um, write-ups coming out about how this grocery store chain or this store was going to go out of business, predicting what the year-end revenues would be for these these businesses um, based on traffic. Mm-hmm. And there were some other country, uh, other companies who were laying over overlaying satellite data, like how many cars are in the parking lot. This data is very important. So that's why I still think that Foursquare is super relevant. Um, it's not, I, I just don't think it's relevant in the same way that it was. Like it's, it's not so, going to ever be used like that ever again. Uh, well, there is still limited. There's still limited brand. You can use it as a content creator or a brand. This is how it's tips, check in tips. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and there's some people we know who've, went all throughout Phoenix and created a, a tip at every single location people check into branding. Um, you know, my friend Tiffany, she produces like this, uh, 
guide of what's what's happening next week in San Francisco, all the events to go to. Well, to to boost subscriber newsletter subscriber numbers, you could you if that was the demographic, you could drop those. Um, any app that allows you to drop a tip when you check in, mm-hmm. which this still is. I mean, if you look, if your city is a large user base uh, and you're a food blogger and you drop a tip at every single restaurant and you wrote a blog about that, there's still ways, like you got to think creatively about this. Well, yeah, but that's, but that's also, I mean, just people are going to do that. They're going to do it on Yelp or they're going to do it on Instagram and they're going to have an Instagram account dedicated just to like a specific thing like that. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not going to be Foursquare. It's not going to be Swarm where they're going to do that. Yeah, I'm still bullish on it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, use it. always yeah. using it. And really for me, you're right. It's about life logging. And then there's a few other people who also life log. I mean, I, I have, um, let's see here. I'm going I'm to, I think I have a few, Hold on a second. I, I don't want to get this wrong. I think I have a few thousand friends. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, I have 260 friends, mm-hmm. which is still a lot for that niche. Um, and they're active, like pretty active. Like, um, and, and again, I primarily use this when I travel for life logging. You know? Is that how they use it? That was the whole medium post. Yeah, it is. So you're traveling, you're experiencing, which is right on trend. Yep. And so uh, that's that that's that certain small niche that is that's why you have that many, because you guys are all similar. Right. So and I was just looking because there is like and then really Foursquare, the I don't know, I'll have to go back and check, but that was it's just a fan it's like Yelp times ten. It's such a fantastic um experience because they layer all the photos and tips and everything from check-ins on that where Yelp, you have to take that time to go write a write up mm-hmm. and then their whole business model is predicated on you paying. That's the difference. You, <laughs> yeah, we already know about that. Like you paying to go get those removed or respond to them. It's different. Um, but in any case, but it's the one that is, is top of mind. Really, like if you if you ask anyone, I still check Yelp, and I know. won't eat at any restaurant that's under four stars. Yeah, I mean it's the go to. It's it's the go to even more than Facebook for for restaurants, unless you're asking for recommendations from right. your friends. Like, it Yelp is the one that if I mean we we I use it all the time, even in the neighborhood. Like if sandwiches, like sure. there sure. maybe is places I haven't been to yet, and I don't even know about, and are close by or relatively close, and I go on Yelp for it. I absolutely. Well, you and, might use it like this is this infuriates me, but like I, I guess it infuriates me that I actually do this. But like I'm sitting there in line waiting to order and I'm going through Yelp photos because I want to know what I want to order by the what it looks like. I, I, I don't want to like read the description. I just like, oh, that looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those ingredients. Um, well, that is one way. That is a good, good thing to mention. Like if you're a business, uh, if you're a restaurant, don't sleep on Foursquare. Sworn. Like you can get in there and put a bunch of photos up there and be active. And 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 so, how active would would someone have to be? Could it could it be set almost up. a set it and forget it? Um, maybe update it monthly or something. Yeah, or? that's a good. That'd be a good tip for sure. With a different, a new picture, you or make sure where you're where you're hyper um, 
active would be Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but Yelp for sure. I mean, I, you, the thing with Yelp is you can't, there's not much Yelp for sure. Cause you have to stay on those because you have to monitor it. Yeah. But like, um, but you can't add too much to like, you, you can only do so much with the Yelp unless you're paying. Yeah. If you're paying it more, like they, they have all these photos, you want those to be customer photos, not your own photos. Well, I mean, if you, you 10 of your own, but or new menus. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Assu- assuming they're all good. Assuming they're all good and people aren't like bagging on you. But I think one way, um, I don't Cause it's, it's extra to pay by the way. It's, it's extra to be able to, to arrange your photos a certain way. Of course it is. It's like <laughs> it's like twenty five dollars a month extra or something. Like like there's all these little upsells. But that's within. with four, with Foursquare Swarm. It's based on like community. It's curated based on community likes, stuff like that. It's gonna bubble up. Yeah. Or your friends are gonna bubble up. But it I still goes back to who's using it. Like are people it's using true. it? Are they using Yelp? Are they using Foursquare? So well, maybe say like maybe you're in a spot where they are using Foursquare or, yeah. or Swarm. You know. I'm curious to see like what they're gonna do. Because financially, I think they're healthy. They're selling data. Huh. They're licensing. Yeah. They're layering. Um, th- that excites me. Like somebody who's been in, around for so long, and it's not like you know the golden boy, but it's still not out of the game. Uh, Didn't they have? Is it maybe not still in place? Or I mean, th- wasn't there something, some sort of? I mean, if. Is partnership the right word? I don't know, but with Facebook, like, didn't they have some sort of integration with Facebook at some point? I really want to say that. I'm going to say yes because I remember seeing it, like, yeah, the branding. The branding. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's there anymore. That's so like, I don't know if that means that they don't do it, or they do, and it's just like almost like white labeled, and Facebook just uses their data. But yeah. now they have their own enough of their own data where it doesn't even matter. Hmm. I don't know. I that's something to look into the future because i think when they first started doing check-ins facebook that would make sense like if they integrated or maybe they were the first ones to pay for foursquare data because the check-in the check-in like ux and the and the the code and the functionality of it like that's not it's not hard no uh, especially for a company like facebook like they could they could make that i'm not but, i'm not a big facebook check-in person i, I don't know why See, I do, I do when I think of it, but I, I, I do think of it pretty often. But I'll do it very because like, I want to add to the post. That's true, but I'll do it very specifically. Like if I'm at the Desert Botanical Gardens, and I want to put some photos, a flashlight tour or something mm-hmm. out there, it's neat because it like, if I'm not a fan of the page, I, it links it. I do like that. See, uh, I do I, it brand wise, like for for clients for our the pages that I that that we manage. I'll I'll check like every post, just about every post. I check in in the city that they're located in, not at their location, because oh, okay. I, you know like yeah I know I, what you're saying because I don't like it to be you could do you know, the location how you're feeling and all that kind of stuff yeah but I, so I'll do like like for auto radio let's say I wouldn't do auto radio is at auto radio right. I wouldn't do that but I do like auto radio is in San Francisco feeling something you know and and it's just I think it adds more, just more personality to the, the post. Oh yeah, but do you know if it if it helps the algorithm at all, like Instagram, when you put the location on Instagram stories? So good question. Um, <laughs> I 
I don't know that it helps or hurts. I've done both. I don't, I don't see any sort of marked difference between doing it or not doing it. Um, I think maybe if I, you know, if I had to make an educated guess, I think maybe it matters more for personal. Gotcha. Personal to, and, and, and the check-in spot. I think it matters algorithm wise. So, if someone's checking in at my location, that matters for my my being able to be seen hmm. or that post maybe that location being seen by their oh, network. You know what? Now that you said that, I have seen uh, I have seen that when I checked into a city, like when I fly into San Francisco, yep. I've seen recommendations from well, it says welcome to San Francisco and here's other places your friends went to. Now I have seen that. So there's that, yeah, there's that aspect of it. I, but I'm even thinking for the brand itself, like you want to encourage people to check in. Yeah. Because it's, it's only going to help. That is only going to help you. Well, I think we're running a little long, but do you just want to mention real, since we're talking about checking into locations and yeah. wanting to share, do you want to mention a little bit about the article you found about Instagram and, um, the phony influencers? That no, one? the oh. backdrops, the backgrounds, taking photos. Oh, oh, the influencers. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my favorite. Um, Your discovery of the authors, week. yeah, my discovery of the week. Um, the Ringer, uh, which we talked about already, but the Ringer actually created. They they revamped and moved off of Medium and uh, Medium.com, and their new website is, I think, it's hosted by Vox. Yep. And it's got a whole new look and everything. Uh, it's, it's more of a true website, if you will. Fox it's not another one to watch. Yep. Um, eye on them. So I, I just, this was like the first article when I went on today, um, tonight, and it was about, uh, written by Alyssa Bereznak, who's one of my, she writes a lot about social media and tech, so she's one of the people I follow. Um, they, the Museum of Ice Cream. And what this this is like a, it's a pop-up shop. It's not a museum. It's not actually a museum. It's more of a pop-up experience that I believe it started in New York. And now it's, it's been in LA. It's ending in LA. Um, a, a girl came up with the idea. I think, I think she maybe works for an agency. Um, but she came up with the idea in New York to do this because, you know, her, her excuse <laughs> her reasoning was that it was boring in New York. Hmm. Um, at that, like there was not much as much to do as you may think, and um, so she created this thing, Museum of Ice Cream. And what it is is, it's an experience. It's it's full of all these cr- crazy, like the rooms, and there's they also do free ice cream samples or tasting of some sort. It's pro- I think it's sponsored. They have like these other things that are that are sponsored. Um, by different companies to, to take part of it. It's turned into this, this huge thing where they're charging one of the quoted prices was like 180 grand oh, yeah. for a private party um, in LA. <laughs> at, at the, one of the, the pop-up spot, spots. Six million a year in tickets. The tickets are only 30 bucks. I mean, it's That's not like it's expensive, man. but it was sold out. It's sold out. So, so it's, what it is is they're just, they created this place where you can go and it's very Instagram worthy. So you want to go and you're going to post about it. You're going to take all these it's, pictures. Yeah, it's created to, it's created with the intention promote. of creating more word of mouth. Yeah, like it's, it's going to, it's only, it's building itself into a critical mass of 
promotion because everyone that comes in is a going to be the type of person that does that B they probably have some sort of influence over a network of people who are also going to want to come and check it out. Um, it's like the ultimate influencer like experience, if you will, it's, it's, it's really, I thought it was just super smart. And what caught my eye about the article yeah. I scanned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like I was looking at the photos, <laughs> funny, um, but like it was also talking about other location, other places that are, um, one had this perfect pink wall mm-hmm. and people are going to want to go take Instagram photos. And, and that was a building tag that location, tag that building. Yep. Um, somebody else did this like triangle design. So like we were talking, you were thinking of actual like events or, but I was thinking like if you have a restaurant or a location shop, a building, mm-hmm. you know, my friend in Tacoma has a neighborhood grocery. Like if he, had this famous mural artist put a mural on the side, like you're making your space better, you're bringing yep. art into the space, but you're also obviously like once one person takes that perfect photo and Instagrams it and tags your location, which then you'll probably get sales from like all these, especially for like a coffee shop or something, go get your photos, your perfect Instagram or your Facebook profile photo and get your coffee. Um, it's smart, you know, aesthetically, why not? Uh, if it doesn't break the bank, why not make right. a beautiful location? And it doesn't have to break the bank. It could be something as simple as you have you have an open spot in your location that you could paint a wall yeah. and make it a certain color. And it's just it, – maybe there's something else that you add to it that makes it picturesque if someone stands against or it. Or funny. Or funny. Or – I mean, it just it's, – it's a little bit gimmicky. It's a little bit gimmicky, but it's not in a bad way. Hey, I would rather see people taking pictures of the wall outside versus like the food and letting it go cold and ruining the food <laughs> or both. And the, the food thing, like it's out. Like people aren't taking yeah. pictures of their food nearly as much. It's, it's, it's like, like passe or something. Yeah, it's more of a status. Like if you're at a ridiculously expensive restaurant, maybe you're doing it. But, but I mean, people are still doing it, but it's not like it used to be because everybody can do it because everybody can do it. It's, it's the word I would use is passe. Like people, yeah, people have moved past <laughs> the level of like, I'm posting about my food on Instagram. Like, but if you're like food, like a really popular ice cream joint and yeah. people wait like an average of 30 minutes outside. Yeah. You could totally make a whole experience. And like now you're monopolizing on their, their wait time and they're getting something out of it. Um, I mean, look, if you, if you're a restaurant or an establishment that has that type of a wait time, maybe you then go outside and you do a quick post and have them give you like three, th- three favorite things sure. about the restaurant or why are they waiting here? Because why obviously they like, it. you know what I mean? Like you could turn that into con into a story while they and turn it into something that oh, now you tag them. They, they're going to share it. They're going to get fun value out of it. I mean, like the the post talked about that one place with the pink wall. They picked specifically that hue because it worked well with lots of filters. Yep. Um, or worst case scenario, you spend a couple grand on a geometric mural. The return on that. See, I don't think people are thinking of that. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to have, you know, I got to have a radio ad spot. 
<laughs> what about this? What about what about every every month, every quarter, you invite like a graffiti, street graffiti, street artist person to come in and do a new one, do a new yeah. wall mural. So it's like, well, guess what? You better come in in this three month period. That's actually really smart, right? Or it's on the outside. It doesn't have to be on the inside. Right, be on the outside. Rotating artists on the inside, like you know, Crape, it's gone. My buddy Jeff at Crate Bar has always has fantastic artists, but he also had um, uh, an artist called Seizure Seizure Leisure. I can never get it right. Huh. Um, paint the inside. So there's some great um, graffiti uh, and art on the wall, on the physical wall. Yeah, the shadows play so well. I see photos of just his walls all the time. Um, maybe more so than the food. There, there's a there's an element of fun, but really also s- exclusivity that could add to it for sure. Where I like it's, the rotating part. That's that's pretty cool. I like and that. and the whole ephemeral. That's it's a play on it, even though it's not 24 hours. There's still an, yeah. an ephemeral aspect to it that if you don't. So now you're talking about you get repeat people coming in because, oh, yeah, and then they're telling their friends, it's my favorite place. Here's what they do this month. Every month they bring in – it could be the same artist. I mean, I, mean, I was going to say, like, yeah, that artist could get exposure. You should probably pay him. I know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, we'll, we'll get the mural artist to come right. in and do it free. But you know what? Quote, unquote, exposure, like, no. pay the guy. <laughs> Pay them real artists. Especially uh, if it's working. <laughs> if it's working to get people, you know, yeah. like all of a sudden you start seeing more traffic monthly. Yeah, don't go cheap on it. I mean, I, I, I don't get that when people are like, oh, I don't want to pay the PayPal fees or I don't want to pay. You try to get out of this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, they're running businesses and they have employees. Like, you're going to try to like not pay for the billboard along the mm-hmm. side of the highway? Um, you own your building, so you're not paying a grand a month for that rent. <laughs> two grand a month for that rent. Yep. Um, so yeah, I would really love to see everybody get paid and then just make a better world, man. <laughs> everybody gets paid and makes, make a better world. On, well, on that note, you should listen to that, that uh, 99% invisible show that Roman Mars does. Which episode? I don't the, It was the one with, um, it was called El Gordo. I haven't listened to it yet. It's, it's about, it's about this little town in Spain. No, Spain, Italy, Spain, I believe that, close. that, uh, they are pretty close. Um, that it's about this, the, the lottery in Spain, what, how it works. And this one town was affected in a huge way. I'm in, I'm going to check it by out. The, by the, by the Spanish lottery. Cause it's, it's totally <laughs> different than anything that we do here. Hmm. Everybody gets paid and it's a better world. <laughs> On that note, hey, thanks for going a little long. Yeah, hopefully uh, this is all. Hopefully it fits good. in our host. <laughs> Vincent, drop a beat. <laughs> Later. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>